If your partner isn't on board, what you need more than anything is support. The community is unique in the way where I feel like it's like everyone here gets it. It's set up for not, not to fail. So you can't mess it up. We're human beings and families and we know we're loved. What price do you put on being loved and accepted? Is your child's challenging behavior leaving you feeling exhausted, defeated, and hopeless? You are not alone. And I want you to know you are not a failure and your child is not broken. Welcome to Calm the Chaos Parenting, the podcast for parents raising strong-willed, highly sensitive, or neurodivergent children. I'm Dana Abraham, parenting expert, and I have helped hundreds of thousands of families just like yours. Each week, I'll share simple science-backed solutions to help you feel more grounded, in tune, and deeply connected to your child, no matter what challenge you face. Start your journey from surviving to thriving as a family at calmthechaospodcast.com. Hey, 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 guys, it is Dana here, and we're going to be talking about one of the most common challenges that I hear from parents day in and day out. I've been doing this for 10 years now, and it's the number one thing that I hear, and that is my partner is not on board, or I am a single parent. I don't have anyone to help me out, or um, my partner and I don't communicate about parenting very well, or um, my partner is adding to the chaos. You, You know, you name the description, that seems to be a very common challenge when it comes to um, implementing new things and implementing uh, the Calm the Chaos framework in their, you know, in people's lives. And I'm going to be joined today by not one, not two, but four amazing Calm the Chaos members and even one of our coaches. But I've definitely dealt with some of these same struggles as well. So I'm going to pull on our friends. We're going to talk to them. If any of you have ever struggled, I want you to know you're not alone. I am going to go ahead and let's have Darren. Can you introduce yourself and share a little bit about yourself and your family? Yeah, um, I'm Darren. I have a seven and a half year old with ADHD and some sensory processing and um, a five and a half year old who's very sensitive and spirited, um, but more on the sensory avoider side. And I am in a relationship, but it is definitely one where the parenting styles are often opposing. Um, So that has been helpful to be in this community and navigating all of that Mm -hmm. and understanding um, a lot of that differently. Yeah. Yeah. And you've been through, you've been part of this, um, this community for lots of ups and downs throughout that relationship, correct? Yeah. I mean, I was lucky enough to join in that 2019 group, which was like, just really the best thing ever and very much helped 2020 be such a great year. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I answered your question. No, I think that's great. Yeah, you've been here for quite some time. And um, that was a really great year. I think we've got a really great group coming in with us this year. Um, So I'm excited about that. All right, so let's go to, uh, you're one of the people who've been here the longest, not counting our coach. So I'm going to jump to someone who's been here the least amount of time. So Tamara just joined about a month ago. She's in a totally different situation because uh, Tamara, if I'm correct, you don't have a partner, right? No partner. I'm a single mom. I've got two littles. I've got a 13-year-old and a 10-year-old girl, both adopted from foster care. They both have a lot of letters after their name, and I don't know what to say about that, Um, but they both have a lot of issues. Um, 
a lot of meltdowns, um, so just so many things. We have a lot of services, and um, but it's still not enough. I, I still, but I, yeah, it was still very hard. Well, thank you. And we're going to get more into your story really soon. So I want to jump to um, someone who's near and dear to my heart. She's actually one of our Calm the Chaos uh, for Life winners. Uh, she won last year with her story. And um, so Helen, can you share a little bit about yourself and your family? Hey, so um, I'm Helen. I am married to Mr. J, as he's always referred to. Um, and we have two super kids who are um, 15 and 11. I have a teenager. Ah, uh, I'm quite like into the teens as well. Um, and they both have autism diagnoses. I think we're quite a, a neurodivergent family. I think I'm um, probably ADHD with a number of, you know, <laughs> these things. Um, and actually being in Calm the Chaos has really helped me to own that and to understand so much more about myself um and i have used calm the chaos techniques for all sorts of all sorts of things and a lot of stuff about between me and my husband not that he knows that like <laughs> <laughs> would you where like where on the spectrum of like i don't even have a partner uh to have a partner who is so in tune with these parenting styles, um, where on that spectrum would you say your partner falls? In that I will never listen to a, a listen to an episode or read a book about anything <laughs> category. Yeah. Um, and so we have come at things from very different. We've had different upbringings as well. Um, and so that plays into it. But so it's been an interesting challenge. And with our autistic boys and their high anxiety, we've certainly had some um interesting things to navigate. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing that. We're going to get into it a little bit more here in a minute. So, um, Gullicully, can you share a little bit about your family and where you and your partner on, are on that spectrum or where you were when you first joined even? Okay. So, um, I have two autistic super kids. They're um, 11 and 9. Both struggle with anxiety and my youngest has OCD as well, which is a really different new challenge that we're dealing with um and yeah so they're hugely hugely active and loud and all over the place and full of beans and excitable and all the things adventurous they're just firecrackers so our house is not quiet or calm ever um and Certainly, I think in terms of like me and my partner, um, we didn't ever fight about anything until we became parents. And then all of a sudden we discovered that we had very, very different ideas of what it was to be a parent. Yeah, he was just, I think he, he firmly believes that things are personality, that you can't change them, that the struggles they will grow out of. Um, and so it's very much a case of there's not so much we can do, so... We just have to deal with whatever struggles. And I'm very much like, there's so much you can do to make it better. So um, we're, we're quite different when it comes to you know, just our approach to a lot of things. Yeah. And so this is an open question for anyone. You can all unmute at different times and share. Um, what resonated most about Calm the Chaos when you first did the workshop or you first learned about the methodology um, that made you realize, like, this is something that I want to continue in my family? So I just remember hearing you speak and just being like, oh my gosh, you totally understand. And you've been there and 
you you know the way you know the way forward and it was just and and hearing other people people who felt like me people who had kids like mine but not just that but they were making progress and and dealing with some of these things which really gave me hope because everywhere you go people are like oh I don't know how do you deal with it when they're having an aggressive meltdown how does that work and um and but nobody has any answers for us I think that there was a lot of things that I was interested in parenting wise, but nothing really resonated the same way that when I came across you guys. Um, and, you know, part of that is the out of the box thing. I feel like I am very out of the box. And there was just a differently interesting way of there being a structure for a goal of a family team. And like how you get there just felt very different and tangible. Mm hmm but yet very flexible because it's tailorable to each family, which I know sounds confusing, but it just really hit the the right stride for me. And um, yeah, and it's been hugely helpful. For me, it was very much like CTC was, was how I was parented, right? It was the way my parents brought me up really like, and I just, they were amazing parents. And then, so it was everything I wanted to be. And what I was finding was that I was just struggling because it wasn't working with my kids. Right? Mm -hmm. It was like, you know, I'm trying to do this. I've been trying to do it this way. It's absolutely the way I want to parent. And my kids were just like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, you know, we're not listening. I don't want to make a plan. We're, you know, like I just didn't know. Um, and also obviously then I was having these arguments with my partner that I, I was like, how, I don't know how to explain that. I don't know how to talk about it. Mm -hmm. So having someone who could actually, uh, express it for me was, was really amazing. Yeah. Put all the science together in one place. Cause I've done a lot of the different things, but it, it makes it in one big thing that was too much. And so having a tiny next step made it so I knew what to do next because having the big this I would do it for you know two months and then I would wear out and I just then I felt horrible um but a tiny next step made it so I could do it and I've done so many tiny next steps it's like Dude, I can't believe. Yeah. And I saw that when you first joined, that was one of your biggest worries is that you would do, um, you would jump in and you would start doing things and then you would fall off. And you said that that was kind of your habit in the past, but I've been watching you take one baby step at a time. And um, I think you're on stage three right now or like really close to it. Uh, yeah. Stage three. And so you've just been like very meticulously and, and very consistently working through the steps. It's been really cool. Can you talk just a a little bit about that and how that has affected, especially since you're doing this on your own, how that's affected uh, your family and your relationship with your kids? Uh, well, I just took a shower by myself. And when I got out, no one was screaming <laughs> and no one got hurt. And that has, um, I don't know, that has never happened, honestly, in their 10 and 13 and I was thinking as I got out listening, like, where is the problem? <laughs> and it, that, I mean, that's amazing. And then I was reviewing my chaos causers and what my main one was going to be meltdowns. And I've been reviewing it and I just talked it over with my youngest daughter, who's 10. It was going to be, how are we going to handle all these meltdowns that we're having? And for the last two weeks, there's not been a single meltdown. That's so because I'm, I'm supposed to be watching these meltdowns to see how we're going to handle them, you know, and I'm like, 
we haven't had a meltdown, so I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> I think I have to go back and relook at what our chaos causers are because my children being hurt has made a huge difference in our family. So let's kind of go around around the room and let's talk about like um, what has been the biggest difference in your relationships. So we can talk about our relationships with our kids and we can also talk about our relationship with our partners. What's been the biggest difference since joining Calm the Chaos? Um, Since Tamara just talked about uh, the ability to communicate and how that's made a huge difference, not just in the meltdowns, but also I was able to take a shower, you know, so obviously the siblings are getting along better too. So um, I'd love to just go around and you guys share your stories about how it has affected your relationships. I mean, I can say like the amount of understanding I'm coming with gives me access to so much more compassion, which I wanted to start with anyway. And, you know, before I started, I really didn't know much about sensory. um, And now I feel like I, I know a lot more. So like things like that have been huge. But also my relationship with myself, like with my nervous system and being differently attuned to it as well as others. And then, of course, how that leads me to show up differently during any stressful situation with all of the tools and the skills I've been developing. It's it's really it's a grand difference. And it didn't start. I mean, there were some things that were immediate, but like it. Like the ripple effects, like mm-hmm. when you keep on working on it, um, have transformed a whole heck of a lot. Helen, what would you say? Because you were saying that it really has affected your relationship with your partner. Yeah. So that's that's like, that was a really helpful start to a sentence. Apologies for that. Um, oh, do you know, I don't apologize so much anymore. So this is a good thing. It's affected me. It, the yeah. CTC has changed me, not like out of being who I am, but it's helped me to become who I am and a lot more confident in who I am. So, um, and I spent like a lot of time over the last year, it took me quite a long time to work out to, up to what really I wanted to focus on and how how this could affect things between Mr. J. And it, me being karma has made a difference, but actually a lot of the things for me, I think it is, um, which is going to waffle off your quite your question, actually. But it's been about being able to um, set a focus and figure out what I need to do and then be able to keep making next steps. And um, with my ADHD, I um, find I find follow through is incredibly hard. And so the accountability in 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 CTC, which gives me that and the, this kind of like, right, what's the next step? What's the next step to keep me going? Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've had a lot of storms. We've got quite a lot of storms going on at the moment. Um, and so my ability to um, to stop talking, <laughs> to breathe and to um, practice like, um, you know, my anchor and and reacting and my like my word for this year is kindness. And I'm trying to like be proactively kind and also like inactively in like don't say anything, <laughs> like don't react um, in those types of things. Actually, when it co- has come to um, like he, so he hasn't watched any of the stuff. Okay, he hasn't listened to you talk, you know. Um, that's just 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 where we are. He's like, oh, I've got other things to listen to. Um, but actually, I, I've noticed that he starts. He's there's things that he's copied. The first time he came up with, I think we should huddle about this. <laughs> um, you know, and and like connecting with the with the boys and things like that. So I can see the effort that he's putting in. Um, so it, it's it's been done by just this kind of like living in the. Mm-hmm. household and living living in the structure and 
Maybe I should, I, I guess I'll keep on talking if you don't stop me. No, you're doing great. You're, you're sharing some great wisdom here. I think a lot of people think that if their partner is not on the same page, not willing to watch the videos, not willing to sit down with them every step of the way, that it can't possibly work. And you're proving otherwise that you don't have a have to have a partner who's going to watch all the videos. I don't even know if Jason's listened to the whole Calm the Cast book yet. Um, <laughs> so, like. I mean, there's just, it's okay if they don't listen to the whole thing or any of it at all. And the the way that they parent can still change. And then I think, you know, Darren has said like the way that he parents doesn't change and that's still okay. Um, and so, um, you know, it can still radically change your life and radically change your family, even if your partner is not doing it alongside you. So even like this morning, my SK11 was dysregulated and he got into bed with me and I was like, oh, he's doing really great breathing here. And he'd started like doing breathing on his own. And he showed me that he now he puts his hand out in front of him and when he lifts it up, he was breathing in. And when he was doing it, he was breathing, you know. And so little things like that, he's just picking it up. And that's that's obviously from me. Um, so the fact that we're not both doing everything and I'm not doing everything. I mean, it's a, we're a work in progress, aren't we? I'm yeah. still learning. So, um, yeah, which is an important part of still being here, part of CGC. Yeah. And Darren, what were you going to say? Yeah, I, I mean, I think there had been definitely a lot of times when I was really worried about and frustrated about, well, like, he's so resistant to this. And then, like, literally so many traps and pitfalls that Dana talked about. He's, like, crashing right into them and, like, oh, my gosh. But I didn't stay stuck. And that was huge. Those became more bumps in the road because there was always accountability. There's always a next step. There was always a way and there's always wiggle room. So even if I couldn't change that, I could change, you know, my energy boosts and drained or like always finding a way. And that has kept me moving forward. And that is huge. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think from an outsider for as, as like your coach and uh, guide, one of the things that I saw is you coming to coaching calls uh, like on a regular basis. So anyone who is in the community or who is wondering how to make this work when you don't have a partner, I mean, would you say that that was one of kind of your saving graces that got you unstuck and moving forward? The coaching calls, absolutely. Video ask, oh my gosh, and the pods. Mm -hmm. For me, that those offerings are like sacred <laughs> like they they're they're huge um and the amount of support and knowledge gained from them is yeah it's super valuable mm -hmm. yeah and especially if you don't have someone that you can lean into and that you can share your struggles and your frustrations with at home being able to do that with a group of people that understand you and are not going to try to sway you away from your partner or try to pull you away, but instead try to help you communicate and um, and try to help you through that struggle. One thing I found when I started was like, and I see it a lot, seeing it a lot in this group as well, is people feeling like that if their partner's not on board, um, like that it's not going to work or that it's going to undo your hard work or confuse the kids, all these sort of things that keep coming up. And I think I believe that too. I had this idea because I degree, you know, in psychology, I had the, the, the information like, you know, authoritarian compared to permissive parenting, like having two of two, of, like that, that combination was the worst for kids. Yeah. So there's big fear about that. But I think what I really learned is that like CTC is not permissive parenting. It's 
different. What I actually found more than anything is like I know Darren mentioned earlier, like it developed her ability to feel compassion, to see all behavior as communication in my partner, not just in my kids. Mm-hmm. But more than that, it's taught our kids like for them to see the same. Like I'm teaching them how all behavior is communication. I'm teaching them how to see like what's under the surface of dad, that it's not about them, that they can they can have empathy for his struggle mm-hmm. and be able to just be like, oh, okay, I see dad's not in a great mood and I'm just going to go, right? And they don't take that on then. It's just dad. That's okay. Um, you know, they can see his triggers and um, and so there's part of it like, even if they never get on board, it's still incredibly valuable. I think that's the thing that I really didn't see. I was like, I felt like it was never going to work until he gets on board. And, you know, he's moving that way. He is. But, like, it doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter because you're teaching your kids the skills they need to de- deal with human beings. Yeah. That's that's the real key, like, for me to say, like, yeah, it's just, They're 100% better off. Dana here, and guess what? My book, Calm the Chaos, has officially launched. So if you enjoy the podcast and find the stuff we're sharing valuable, I'm 100% sure you're going to love the book. You can get your copy at calmthechaosbook.com. And if you use this link, you'll also get some special bonuses. So once again, the link is calmthechaosbook.com. Thanks. I hope you're enjoying the show. What would you say, and this uh, it's going to slightly change for you, Tamara, because you are a single parent, um, but what would you say to people who are watching this and, you know, the Calm the Chaos methodology really resonates with them, the system, the framework, all the things. They saw progress maybe even when they've just done a little bit of the book or they've done the seven day. Um, what would you say to them if in the back of their mind, though, their biggest hesitation is, um, but... I'm not the one, you know, earning an income or I'm not the one um, like I'm not the decision maker with when it comes to finances. I really want to do this, but, you know, he's not on board. I can't ask him to pay for something that like I'm not he's not on board with. Um, What what would you guys say as far as like a tip, not necessarily like how to join Calm the Chaos. I mean, I'd love for everyone to do that, but like just a tip in how they can keep moving forward, whether they join Calm the Chaos or not, if like that's where they're coming from. Like this this place of, you know, my partner's not on board and I have this way I want a parent and they're going the opposite direction. And then for you, Tamara, um, like I'm all on my own and I've got all these these support systems out there. You know, do I really need to join some, you know, how do I, I guess I'm kind of thinking of like tips for finding their own voice maybe, or like listening to themselves or listening to their gut. I don't know. What, what do you guys think when I ask that question? I know for me, it was a hugely scary thing for me to do, to, to I didn't feel like I could ask for the money. Because I had a partner who didn't believe that anything was going to help. Essentially, I ended up just saying, uh, you know, saying, "Well, this, this is I, I need support for me personally, right? I am struggling with the kids. I am struggling to help them. I'm overwhelmed, and I want the support. I need that support." 
So like asking for support, not asking him to be on board, not asking him to change his way of parenting, but instead just saying, I need, I need support. And I've found something that's going to give me support. So I'd like to do this thing. Okay. All right. Yeah, I didn't actually have the means. Uh, it was uh, this or the power bill. Um, and so I, I didn't have it. And so I went to my mom and um, it, it's a lot of money. Where I'm on disability and so I don't have it. Um, but I said, I, I have to do this. And um, now the payment plan that worked, um, the, the, I went with the 12 month thing. And, um, you know, I found a way to do it and it's 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 hard but that hardness makes me stay with it because it's like if i have if i'm sacrificing if i'm having to make it work it's also reminding me that this is that important i don't i've never paid for anything because with medical with with the medical situation you know it's always been paid for but this this was so important that I thought, you know what, it's time to actually bite the bullet and do something because this is going to actually do more than all those things that the state has paid for. Um, this is finally going to actually make it happen. And if it doesn't, then we'll put the kid in the hospital um, because I don't know what else to do. At this point. And uh, the kid's not in the hospital. So I'm thrilled. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that part of your story. So Tamara, thank you for sharing that. And I know that that's going to help a lot of people here. And you look, I never want anyone to ever do something that's going to put their family at, you know, risk of not having lights or um, not having food on the table and not being able to pay, you know, your basic needs. I, I never want someone to do that. But what I love that you're saying, Tamara, is you didn't let that hold you back. And you said, but how? And you said, all right, who can I ask? How can I ask? I've seen this happen tons of times where people in front of them and on paper, it looks like there literally is no way possible to join this program. And then they start asking around or they start, you know, doing um, an exercise we call 50 ways where they're coming up with 50 different ways to make the, you know, make the payment. And for one, one way is how do we make the payment smaller? And so that 12 month payment, if that's something someone needs, they can message us and we'll try to make that work for you as well. Um, But I think that that's so important is that you were like, I have to do something different and it's worth stepping out of my comfort zone and saying, okay, how can I make this work even with my current situation? And, you know, you're a month, maybe two months in, I think it's about a month right now, right? So um, two, okay, so you're about two months in. What would you say to past you who made that really scary decision when you couldn't pay the electric bill? Why did you think it couldn't happen? Why did you think that this wouldn't change anything? I'm so glad because you were so, you were so tired and you didn't think anything else would help and you've got your kids back. I mean, this is why I do what I do. And this is why this is why I, I push. I think to your point, that little bit of pain, and it was a lot of pain for you because it was so it 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 was stretching you to be able to do this program, that does force you to show up. It forces you to go to the coaching calls, it forces you to do the videos. It I've we've given away a program similar to this for $20. We've had 5,000 people join that program. And out of that, five people read it, watch it, do the work, because it just doesn't, they they don't, 
it's it's not something reminding them every single day this was a big investment and when we take that leap and we take that investment we go all in to make sure we are squeezing every single bit of juice out of that turnip um and so i think that's such a good you know story to share so thank you for sharing that it's so important you can really only control yourself mm-hmm. and like i like knew that before but I can embody that in a really different way. And it's not just like, can only control yourself. That's it. It's it's more like, okay, so if I'm in control of myself, again, what are the school s- skills I've been developing and what are the tools that I have and where can I go from there? Because I can only control myself. And mm-hmm. it's just a really different way of saying something that um, probably everyone's heard before, but. Yeah, but it's that radical ownership, right? It's, I can keep making the, and and I don't like using this word. I don't like this word because it's a very real reason, right? When our partners aren't on board, and especially if we have like a dangerous situation or we can't communicate with our partners at all, um, we or we've asked our partners to go to therapy or whatever it is in the past and they've refused, we can say, well, they won't do anything and we can throw our hands in the air. Or we can say, well, I'm the one that can control myself. So what can I do to change this story, even if my partner doesn't change at all? And I think that's what you're saying there is, okay, let's assume my partner doesn't change at all. Let's assume my partner won't watch any videos. Let's assume my partner will never get on board with this way of parenting. That just means that I'm even more it like the the weight is even more on my shoulders to make sure my kids have one parent who shows up this way. And then there's that same push and pull and urgency that Tamara was talking about where she's like, I have to do something. And then it makes you show up because you're like, I am the one who's going to make a difference here. And I'm that one person for my kids. So I'm just, I'm going to go all in. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So ask for support. Don't ask for permission and say, Hey, I found something that's really going to support me in what I need. Um, Also, asking, but how, how can I make this work? Even if I've got all these things stacked against me. And then what uh, Darren just said of, you know, radical ownership. If I'm the only one in control of my own destiny, then what steps do I have to take to make, to ensure that my kids get the parent that they deserve? So the last thing that I would say is if you, if someone's watching this and they're on the fence and they're trying to decide if calm the chaos is right for them, um, but they don't have a partner, or they have a partner who is like literally the opposite of them, or they have a partner that is causing chaos um, and adding to the mix. Um, what would you say to that person who's on the fence? Well, if you're worried that you won't have time because your kids are so crazy that you don't have, you can't even read um, read a recipe. How are you going to read a book or how are you gonna follow through? Um, within the first week, I was able to, because the first lessons are super short. Then the first week I was able, to, I had time all of a sudden um, to, to do the things. Um, and it's so small and so small step by step that you can, you can do it. I mean, it was, I, I thought, oh, I'll, I'm not going to be able to do it. But since I spent all this money, I have to, but I got to, I mean, it, it, it just kept working. <laughs> and then um, the other thing is it, it's set up for not, not to fail. So it, it, you, can't, you can't mess it up. And if you fall off, it's set up to help you get right back on. 
and you have the village. So you also have a whole group of parents who are not going to be saying that, that you're a bad person or a bad parent. There's, it's set up to have people right there with you to not only say, yeah, we have days like that, but to also help you with those days to figure out what went wrong and help you make it right. So the, the very next time the mistake will be smaller. Um, so it, it's set up just right for, for learning. Yeah, I think similar to, to Tamara, I was like feeling that they always say we need a village to to parent our kids and we're more and more isolated in the village where, and if your partner isn't on board, what you need more than anything is support. Mm-hmm. You need that support. You can't just keep trying to do it all on your own. I think that was, for me, it was the absolute game changer. It just meant that I felt like I could Mm-hmm. with you know and I could show up as who I was and I could be the person I wanted to be for my kids yeah I mean a, a thousand percent like if, if your partner is either causing chaos chaos and or like it's not working out how you wanted it like for them to be as gung-ho you are like you need the support and this gives you the support but also it's this continued forward motion Mm -hmm. this continued forward motion which is is all the things it helps you show up it gives you more confidence it gives you different understanding it allows you connect and all of those things like have more positive ripple effects but um the community is unique in the way where i feel like it's like everyone here gets it you know sometimes it's like other parenting communities are very open and whatever but they might not have that kid or what it can how that can play out in a relationship what that might spark when like a kid is having really big struggles and triggering um a parent versus like you know a kid who is i don't know <laughs> less complex yeah. <laughs> but um yeah I, I mean the support is here and the forward motion is here the skills are here the accountability is here um and the love i mean it's it's really really in- incredible mm-hmm. so thank you oh well thank you guys i mean it's i do this for you guys so it is amazing hearing your stories like i i think i put in the email today it's my favorite day ever where i just get to talk to people all day long and hear about their stories because um it, it this is what inspires me this is why i do what i do and um i've been in a relationship where i you know didn't feel like my voice was heard. And so I think that's why I have a, like this deep desire that when someone says my partner's not on board or I can't ask for support or I can't do something with, if my partner's not going to do it with me, I just, I, this, like, I get all fired up on the inside and I'm like, but you deserve it. You are worthy of having something that works for you and for your family, whether your partner agrees or not. Um, and so I get, I get kind of fired up. So I love hearing your stories. Helen, what would you say to someone who's on, on the fence and their partner is like, I will never watch that stuff. I will never do any of these things. <laughs> um, so actually what you were just literally saying, actually, cause I, I came in through a different route into CTC. Yeah. And so the amount I spent was even more and there was no way that was being spent. And like, um, Tamara, I went to a parent and said, look, you know, this, this is super important. Even then there was this debate as to whether I could join. And I literally said, I need, this is not about 
what anything other than I need you to believe in me that I am worth this and our family is worth this time and this money and this investment and um it it has been so life-changing for me I mean like really like my friends and my particularly like people like my sister are very much like oh my gosh I can see how much you've changed and I can see how much I've changed um whether Mr J does or not nah that's you know (laughs) doesn't talk about these things um but actually uh it was it was stepping for me it was stepping into that i am worth something i am you know and it and i need that support um and i had a group i mean i'd paid to do a whole bunch of parenting programs like trying to figure out what to do with it to fix to fix things how do i fix this if i can find the right thing it will all it'll all be okay but being in a place where actually it's acceptable as well that you still have another storm it's okay to be have been through the program and end up feel like it feeling like you're back in another storm because storms happen and there's you know it's okay that's that's normal but we know how to get through the storm and mm-hmm. so when they all pile up on you we've had a bunch at the same time we still I'm, and somebody said to me how are you still smiling and I'm like you know but that's because I have CTC and I know that there is a way through it and there's a way forward and so this other little community I had and it's like if I would post in there, oh, this is what's happened at home. I can't believe this, you know, this is what's happened. And they would be like, oh, that's really awful. How could they do that? Um, and that would be, you know, oh, you know, and they'd be really negative about it. What Whereas happens if, when calm the chaos, yeah. Yeah, exactly. When I'm in calm the chaos, they're like, right, okay, you can have a couple of minutes around and then you're going to find the next step. And they're going to go, but have you seen the positives? Have you realized you made a win because you didn't respond? Have you seen how far you've come? What is your next step? What are you going to do? Have you looked beneath the surface? You know, where, was he hungry? <laughs> All those things. And they remind you. And they're things that I would be forgetting if I wasn't posting. And so like the posting every day and hearing people will say, you know, look at your progress. Look at your wins. Look how well you're doing. Who tells a parent that? nobody you know we don't get told that we're doing well you know yeah there's no thanking it's it's and so actually we're in a place where you know like um all the coaches and you and De- you and Jason don't you 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 build us up all the time and tell us how well we're doing and how amazing we are and that we can do it and our kids are worth it I mean like you know they're super kids just that very you know and we're the super parents <laughs> And no matter how crazy you are, um, there's a place, there's a place for you here. And um, you are, we are um, without any doubt loved. And, and, you know, we feel that. And I think that's the thing. It's like, we're not just another number on a chart. We are a, we're human beings and and families that we, and we know we're loved. Mm. Um, And you can't, there isn't, (laughs) you know, what price do you put on being loved and accepted? That's beautiful. Oh my goodness. It's like, we can't say another words. We just end right on that. Like, it's so beautiful. Thank you so much, Helen. Um, I was going to go in another direction, but we're not going to, because I was just so, so, so powerful. What price can you put on realizing that you're loved and accepted for who you are? Like, that's amazing. And that's what we do here. And um, I, I was going to say, and I'll still say, because I want to give you kudos, you and a couple of other uh, Calm the Chaos members, not only do you do your one win a day, you also do your daily connection with your partner. And so in your daily win thread, because there are struggles here and there, and you're trying to really build that relationship when it's when it was 
you know, maybe pulled apart or strained every day, you and multiple other members of the community are posting, here's my connection with Mr. J, here's my connection with Mr. B, here's my connection with, you know, and each of these people are posting connection with their partners, which I know is having ripple effects for everyone else and their relationships and getting to see, oh, even if we're not in the best place, I could be focusing on these little bits of human connection with my partner. And there's the, we call it with them, right? Like what's in it for them when we talk about kids, but that's the what's in it for them when you talk about your partner who might not be on board, who not might not be ready for this investment. And you say, well, here's what I heard Helen talk about. Like she's noticing wins with her partner every day and she's focusing on connecting with her partner more. And like they snuggle more or they go on walks together or they do these things, you know, and, and that's the whiff them for your partner. Cause he'll might be like, Oh, okay. That sounds like kind of nice. Maybe I can do that. Um, so if this thing is going to help our relationship, maybe it'll be worth it. Um, but anyway, I, I think this has been such a lovely conversation and I see comments saying this has been so helpful. You ladies are all absolutely amazing. And thank you for sharing your stories and being vulnerable. And I'm going to do another talk here in just a minute with another group of parents. So I do have to wrap up soon. But is there anything from your heart that I just didn't ask you about that you just feel like you really have to say? Yeah, my uh, my oldest daughter, because she was so sick of my youngest daughter's issues. She was starting to really resent her for hurting me in her meltdowns. And so she was starting to hate her sister. And now they do things together. And so that, that also was helpful um, that now they're, they're closer to. I think using the Calmly Cares fr- framework um, with our partners, being able to get that compassion to be able to see them again for who they were so, so long, so much we may have fought with them for such a long time. And there just is no change unless you start seeing them for who they are again as well Mm. and i think that's what this brought for me you know the ability to do that and to show compassion and to have compassion for him even when he may not be doing things exactly as i would like him to or exactly you know my way oh my gosh it's not my way no (laughs) (laughs) it's so wonderful oh and before i go One quick note for all of you who are enjoying the podcast. My new book is officially live and I know you're going to love it. So just a quick reminder, you can go get your copy at calmthechaosbook.com. And if you do, you'll get some cool bonuses as well. Once again, get your copy at calmthechaosbook.com and I'll see you next week.